Chapter 22. I waited for Gabby under a blue and white sign announcing that the bathroom was gender neutral. It depicted a variety of people icons with these words underneath. We don't care, just pee neatly. I wore my book bag and hugged Gabby's to my chest, rocking on my heels, looking around, trying to be cool. But I had the after-adrenaline jitters. Every 10 to 20 seconds, goosebumps would ride up my back like a motorcycle gang. I couldn't see my own face, of course, but from the inside, it felt serious, quiet, thoughtful. I had that weak-in-the-knees feeling, only all over. I was so unhungry, I wasn't sure I still had a stomach. Maybe it had eaten itself. I was so caught up with my body that I almost didn't see Yasmani turn the corner into the hallway and head straight for me. Thing is, I didn't care. I hadn't run from him yesterday, though I wanted to. From here on out, I was never going to run from him or any bully. He passed by, pretending not to look at me, and then stopped a few feet away to lean against the wall, putting his hands in his blue truck pants. He wore a basketball tank top, a crucifix, and the same sneakers as yesterday. He looked straight ahead. So did I. Class in 20 minutes, he said. I blinked. Not the opener I had expected. So, okay, let's see where this goes, I thought. I said, yep. It hit the P so hard it was its own syllable. I went to detention yesterday. They help you with they help you with your I have to write a paper on diabetes, thanks to you. Thanks to me, dude? Did you learn nothing? Whatever. I wasn't going to engage. I just said, You're welcome. He looked like he was counting the number of tiles on the ceiling. I'm learning a lot. Why did he tell me this? What was he even doing here? Easy, Sal. Stay calm. One word answers. Terrific, I said. Yeah. He faced me. You really have diabetes? I swallowed down all the WTFs threatening to shoot like bullets out of my mouth and just said, yeah, I really, really do. That sucks. I appreciate your concern. A tumbleweed rolled down the entire length of the hallway. I saw what happened out there with you and Gabby, he said after a while, quietly, into his shoes. Okay, now we were getting somewhere. But again, I just played it cool. Specifically, I snorted you and the whole maldita school. He made a face. My mom says maldito. That's like an old lady word. Well, I say it, so it's also a Salvadoran word. He jammed his hands in his pockets and shook his head. You just gave Firo sucks. Firo sucks what people think about you, don't you? Viro sucks. I'd have to remember that one. <laughs> what makes you say that? I mean... And he turned to face me now, taking his hands out of his pockets and spreading them in a gesture of pleading confusion. Back there with Gabby, you knew everyone was watching you, but you still got on your knees and said you were sorry, on your knees, in front of the whole school. How'd you do it? I couldn't help smiling a little, but I was genuinely confused too. What do you mean, how? I just did it. I mean, and he had to stop for a second to search for what he meant. I mean, how did you not care what everybody thought? Everyone's talking out there. I blinked like a cat at him. What are they saying, that I'm a brujo? No, everyone thinks you like Gabby. I sighed with relief. Oh good, that's all they're saying? That's fine, I do like Gabby. Yasmani's head almost fell off his neck. Yo, chacho! Oh, I answered. I really am a little slow sometimes. I don't like like Gabby. I mean, I just met her yesterday. Now he looked at me like I just held out a used tissue that I wanted him to eat. Here you are, hugging her book bag like it's your baby. You're going to tell me you don't like her? A second ago, you couldn't believe I liked her. No, I couldn't believe you admitted you liked her. If I liked her, why wouldn't I admit it? He frowned. Because. This was getting fun now. Because why? I asked innocently. 
Because, he clarified, then he coughed. A few seconds later, he came clean. Because you're a guy, Chacho, and guys don't, don't tell the truth, I finished helpfully. Nah, it's not lying. It's, and when he couldn't find a way to end his thought, he gestured to me to finish it for him. Sure, why not? Express their feelings? Yeah. Like, yeah, kind of. I mean, they do some, but not like, and again, he held out his hands for help. But you just said I'm a guy. Yeah, so? So if I'm a guy and I got on my knees to say sorry to someone for scaring them half to death, that means it's something guys sometimes do. Or at least one guy, this guy. For emphasis, I used both thumbs to indicate me. I know. That's what I'm saying. I couldn't help laughing. I have no idea what you're saying. I'm saying it was, it was so decent what you did. The second he said the word decent, my whole body responded. Relief lit my brain like a gas stove igniting. I felt pins and needles in my shoulders and knees. I pushed off from the wall and for a few ticks enjoyed the feeling of being more alive than before. I had done a decent thing apologizing to Gabby. It was so decent that Yasmani, even with his fist first approach to life, could tell it was decent. Okay, Yasmani. So, okay, Yasmani, I'll be even more decent. I'll tell you how I did it, the whole truth. I didn't let my brain talk me out of it. I did the right thing before I could make up excuses. And then I realized something about myself. Not a good thing. I make up excuses. I got to work on that. I mean, we're performers, you and me. Our whole life is making ourselves look good. But this time, what I did was too terrible. I had to make it right, no matter how bad it made me look. As fast as I could. You're doing a pretty good job, said Gabby from behind me. Ha, said Yasmani, clapping and cracking up. Busted. I mean... Did he really think I'd be embarrassed now after what I had just told him? Chacho needed to learn how to listen. I turned around to Gabby. All the sorceresses in her hair had been straightened and looked ready to go back to dueling and said, I am super sorry, really. So make it up to me, she grinned, taking her book bag back from me. How? She'd thought this whole thing through in the bathroom. I could tell. Let me interview you for the next issue of The Rotten Egg. It's what my readers will want to read about in my ongoing coverage of Poultry Gate, and you can share your side of the story. You can set the record straight. We both win. That actually made sense. So I put out my hand to her. Deal. She shook my hand once, very formally. Done and done. When should we do the interview? It should be right away. Reporters have deadlines, you know. How about after school? I want to record you, so somewhere private, where there won't be a lot of noise. While I live 15 minutes away. We'll walk there after school. Perfect. You're going to his house? Asked Yasmani, as shocked as any abuela watching her telenovelas. He tisked tisked and added, you two so like each other. We both rotated our heads to face him, like two owls who had no time for nonsense. Sal is, Gabby looked at me before she finished the thought, smiling. A friend. The fastest friend I have ever made, in fact. Same, I agreed. Friends don't hold hands for ten minutes, said Yasmani. We had never let go of our handshake, but we did now. Our hands shot apart like same-side magnets. We were sealing a deal, Gabby protested. That's how adults interact with each other, I added. Was it getting hot in here? Look, said Yasmani, smiling like a mob boss. I ain't gonna tell anyone your little secret. Gabby and I started protesting again, but he talked over us. For now. Gabby slit her eyes. There's nothing to tell. That's not what I saw. And then he made kissy faces. That's when Gabby attacked Yasmani. Don't worry, it was all play fighting. Gabby jumped on Yasmani's back and Yasmani helped her get up there so that she could, and I quote, pound it into your thick skull that I don't like Sal except as a friend. 
she immediately turned around to assure me that I shouldn't feel bad that she didn't like like me because being my friend carries with it all sorts of benefits. Benefits? Yasmini asked. You're friends with benefits? Rar, roared Gabby. She pulled Yasmini's ears, nuggied him fast enough to start a fire, and gave him the sickest, wettest willy I have ever seen in my life. Seriously, I gagged. I'm gagging right now remembering it. After each little torture, she'd asked him, she'd ask him, do I like Sal? And he replied, and he'd reply, running down the hallway, holding her legs to make sure she didn't fall. Yes, you love him. He's your boyfriend. He brings you roses. You bought your wedding dress. What are you naming your baby? <laughs> I'd be lying if I said I didn't feel a teensy bit jealous. Not because I wanted Gabby to give me wet willies or anything. Blech. I wanted to jump all over them and play fight and laugh and have fun too. You know, I was the new kid. But Gabby and I had just declared our friendship like five seconds ago, and I wasn't even sure what Yasmani was to me. It was too soon for name-calling play, fighting, running, and jumping. Maybe that would happen with enough time. But for now, I had my dignity. I stopped following after them like a puppy and took the long way to my locker. The first bell would sound any minute, and I was determined to be a perfect student today. Great to see you, Sal, said Principal Torres, wiping her glasses clean. You made it more than half the school day before you got sent to my office. Is that a new record for you? On Tuesday, I made it until seventh period, I replied, shrinking in the orange plastic seat in front of her desk. It's only sixth period now. Oh, but Tuesday wasn't your fault, she said, her eyes huge with sarcastic sympathy. She inspected her eyes, then her glasses, then put them back on and pushed them up her nose in a way that made me feel even more in trouble. Neither was Wednesday, and neither, or neither was Monday, and neither was Wednesday. I can't wait to hear how it wasn't your fault today, either. I sighed. Today was my fault. Principal Torres tilted her head. Clearly, she hadn't been expecting me to admit guilt. Yeah? Yeah. You're taking responsibility? Yeah. Well, she said, considering, do you want to say anything in your defense? I thought about that. If I defend myself, will that sound like I'm making excuses? I don't want to make excuses. She nodded, rubbing her chin in consideration. I appreciate the question. I appreciate you taking responsibility. But it's not excuses. It's just giving me all the information I need to make to give you a fair punishment. Making sure to look and sound hangdog. Sorry, I said. In my defense, Principal Torres, I was trying to be nice. Nice? Principal Torres stood up and leaned over her desk. Ain't gonna lie, I flinched. You nearly scared Gladys to death. I shrugged. The road to heart attacks is paved with good intentions. 